Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Story I have my eye on. Not exactly a, a good position to be in. The Senate looks like it's coming back next week to still try to cobble together a deal. On the border, Ukraine, and all that. So, uh, how is this a deal? We spend 61 or so more billion dollars for Ukraine. And I'm looking at a national review uh, written by uh, Andy McCarthy. Why would Republicans agree to 3,000 illegal alien crossings per day? I mean, apparently this deal would be done, except Democrats want 5,000 illegal crossings a day before border control can say, you are the 5,000th and one customer. Oh, what do I win? No, you go back to Mexico. You're not allowed in after being processed today. We can only do 5,000. Republicans are saying, oh, no, it's got to be 3,000. No. First of all, I don't see any bargain here with the border. I don't trust it to give up $61 billion more dollars to Ukraine. All right? Now, occasionally when we talk about Ukraine around this type of stuff, there are still people that say this is a bargain. It's a bargain. We got to do it. It's really hurting Russia. I don't doubt that it's having some pretty good impact on Russia. Hard. How would anybody honestly tell you it is? It's not on this. How much more are we going to spend? But what we get from this are some cockamamie border restrictions on Biden Instead of 12, 15,000 a day that might be showing up, we're going to limit it if they win to 3,000. No, they don't get any. We're going to stop this now. Well, he won't go for that. And you ought to say, well, then we won't go for the $61 billion for Ukraine. Not that I think the House is going to go with it. And one disturbing sign look, I like Mike Johnson, but there are a lot of people upset. The House signed off on this big defense spending bill. And they did not get in there any of the things they wanted. In other words, paying for people to go to other states to get an abortion. Look, if you're in the military and you want to get an abortion, I'm fine. That's your right under current law. You know, you want to go to another state. I don't want to pay for it, though. Do you? That's the whole thing of the Hyde Amendment. You can get an abortion depending upon the state, but we're not going to pay for it. I mean, that's that's what the whole deal was. They did not get that. So Johnson a bit suspect on that. I still like what he's doing overall. I like how he presents stuff, but there's starting to be some rumblings there. 
And this is a big showdown still continuing this week. The sky is falling. If we don't give Ukraine this money, they're going to be overrun. You know the argument. On the other side of it, what are we getting at the border? So it seems to me, politically, and where I am, there's no way I'm making a deal with the Democrats over the border. A, they won't do it. B, they can't be trusted. And they're holding out to have 5,000 people come into the country. I think we have the Moulton guy. This is uh, Seth Moulton. He's a Democrat congressman. Dan, this is cut four. Here's what Moulton said about why Democrats do not want to strengthen the border. Cut four. Well, well, here's the concern. I think there are a lot of members of my Democratic Party that recognize we have to do more on the border, that we need to strengthen the border. But we don't want to scuttle what we fundamentally need when it comes to immigration policy in the United States, which is a full immigration deal, a deal that not only includes what Republicans want, which is increased border security, but also what Democrats want, which is a pathway to citizenship, uh, some hope. For all the kids, for example, who were brought here years ago by their parents and yet are sitting in legal limbo through no fault of their own. They go to American schools, they participate in the American economy, and yet they're not technically legal citizens. The vast majority of Americans, Republicans and Democrats, want a fix for that problem as well. But Republicans in Congress aren't willing to do it unless it's paired with border security. So the concern is that if the president bargains away what the Republicans want on border security just to get aid on Ukraine, then it imperils the chances of what we really need on immigration, which is full comprehensive reforms. Yeah, full comprehensive reforms. And what does he lead with? He leads with the kids. He leads with the dreamers. No, what he really means is citizenship for the people that cross into the country illegally. And there's no bargain with that with me and probably not with you. No, we're not going to do that. So he doesn't want to trade now. He gets more money for Ukraine for some relative border security because he's saving that up to get something at some other point where they want to get a path to citizenship for people that are here illegally. Look, you're getting the benefit of the country, even though you're here illegally. No, you're not getting citizenship. What would what would the incentive be again? What's going to happen if you get that citizenship, if that's there? You know what's going to happen. More people are going to storm the border under the guise that they know someday they're going to be here and they're going to be a citizen. We don't want that. We certainly don't need that. It's already overwhelming. But a guy like John Fetterman says, wow, think about it. Every month, it's like Pittsburgh is being taken into the United States of people illegally coming through the border. That's uh, Fetterman telling us that. All right, 855 855- Eight three nine twelve ten. You get on board. AT and T and Verizon Wireless. All you have to do is just push pound twelve ten. So uh, Republican senators coming back to try to strike this deal, and I bet it ends up with something like, "All right, let's make it four thousand people get into the country illegally each day." That's twenty eight thousand a week. You do the math. The numbers that we're talking about before you have to stop the counter that day. And what what makes us believe they would stop counting that day? They're not going to. They're going to say, what are you going to do about it? Once you sign off on the aid to Ukraine, you've signed off on it, that's it. How much more spending for Ukraine? 
Biden and everybody else tells us, no number. We don't care what the number is. The only thing that matters is that we keep on doing this without any metric that I know of. And the sense is, at the end of the day, if Ukraine wants peace, there's going to be some land settlement there. It doesn't seem like they can push the Russians out. The Russians, I don't think, are capable of pushing them out. So next year at this time, we'll be talking about the same thing, given all this. All right, let's go to Drew in Upper Darby. Uh, Drew on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Drew, afternoon. Hey, Tom, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate everything, man. You guys are awesome. I, uh, first and foremost, I would like to congratulate Earl. Man, he cleaned my clock. He's a powerhouse. It man. ain't over um, yet. It ain't over much yet. How much left there? Come on. I feel Five like minutes. Walter Mondale. I feel yeah. like Walter Mondale right now. Seven minutes and he made some movement, Drew. It's 23% now that All you right. got to Earl 77%. Yes. I appreciate that. But uh, I appreciate it, man. I really do. But um, earlier in the show, Dan made a reference to the kids playing outside, and he's so right. You know, you know, Dom, I carried, I carried mail for over 35 years, and years ago to – the kids were all over the place outside during the summer. Right. Then it, then they were nowhere to be found. And I thought to myself, you know what? The athletes of the future are not going to be as good as the athletes of the past because the athletes of the past hone their skills on the street. You, you know, did, did you think if they had Grand Theft Auto, like Larry Bird would have been around? You know what I mean? You know, that's my point. They're all inside playing video games. Yeah, that is a great one, uh, particularly in the summertime. Uh, some exactly. of it was Some of it at one point was safety. You know what another point, Drew, is? As more people move to the suburbs. I grew up in South Philly. You stick your head out the door, you can get 15 kids to play uh, hardball, basketball, I, something. Exactly. Speedball, speedball up yeah. against the wall. The only yeah. thing was a stick and a tennis ball. Yeah, I but if you're it, in man. the suburbs, you need somebody to drive you, it seems like, everywhere to be able to have a game. That's a good one. True. And uh, what's your uh, is that is that your uh, something you wish would come back? No, 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 no. My side, my answer to the side question is: um, How about hot pants and a free bottle of Nair? <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Drew. Woo. Uh, being one of the top eight callers has gone to his head. There, he's gone wild here today. Hot pants. All right, eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. By the way, I mentioned this last time we talked about it. We had a lot of people calling in. The uh, legislation authored by this guy in Chester passed, Representative Dan Williams. It would reduce physical fitness for Philadelphia police officers. It would um, move uh, from the minimum benchmark being the 30th percentile to only the 15th. Plus... New reading test, more phony reading tests so people can pass being a cop. So Philadelphia has trash cops, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. have cops that can't read people their rights? Yes, and now we're going to, yeah, more people will get off here. This is the mechanism. This is what progressive. this is the epitome of what progressives do. They create the problem. They attack the cops. They have Krasner, hostile work environment. And then what's the solution? Let's get rid of requirements. That way, and then we complain about how bad the police are. Now they'll be fatter and can't read. It's stunning. This is what they're up to. All right. And they'll say, look at those numbers. Look at we have more cops. Why do you have to know how to read? Why do you have to know how to do anything? 
I, I'd love to be to see the first first recruit class. Some of the things they have to do are sit-ups, push-ups, a 300-meter run, and a 1.5-mile run. I bet you'll have people with that 1.5-mile run that can't do it in, say, under 25 minutes. Maybe maybe even 30. Who knows? You know, you can see the guy an hour later showing up. That's it. You're a cop. You're still, you did it 1.5 miles. My dream miles. of becoming a police officer and my lazy bum are uh, may, maybe going to come true. Yeah, Yeah. well, if we don't get enough, then they're going to have to come out with other requirements. We can have like a Dom show, uh, you know, yeah. bad boys, uh, yeah. cops kind of thing. Well, we did that. We did, uh, oh, did Huff, you? Puff, and Cuff. We did it in the suburbs for the female cops at Andy's Diner. Yeah. And we had all kinds of exercises that were set up in a little race. Yeah. Well, no, I was talking more as me getting onto the force but still working for you. Oh, I and see. And having what you mean. like cops, but Philadelphia yeah. edition. Oh, yeah. You did I'm that sure. kind of. You went like on a prostitution sting, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes, I, I was not the John. I was just an observer. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. We had the John in the front seat. I was in the back. Oh, man. When they put the woman in the back <laughs> with me, I felt like I don't like. We're driving down Broad Street, and they're asking me, do you think that woman's a prostitute? I'm going, what? It's 3.30 in the afternoon driving to Broad and Mars. <laughs> and the woman we picked up, or they picked up, at 17th and Rittner. I never would have guessed in a million years. Oh, yeah, she's a prostitute. Yeah. And she was. My God. The audio's fat. I'm trying to find the oh, audio. Oh, the audio some, is just, this here. is some of my best work ever. Yeah, we had it. For We're gonna a long do it time. again. Do some ride alongs. We've gotten invites to do them. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm just, okay. Uh, I'm not doing it if it's Kensington, though. I mean, there's a limit to what this show can do. I'm not going back there. Do you what the folder was called by chance? Uh, prostitution sting, maybe. Yeah, it's only prostitution. I think. Yeah, there's eight or nine different cuts. It was like an all day. Not something I just want to be googling at work, though. You know. It was. Uh, Here you go. Uh, yeah, I got some. I yeah. got a dom arrest, dom questioning, hooker profiling, demand for sex is great. Yeah, you the want... hooker profiling. You want that one? Yeah, let's hear that. Uh, let me cue that up and. Are we profile? Stan, what you think about that girl we just passed back there? Broad and Federal. I think she's too good looking. What's <laughs> in that woman back there? Does it make it more difficult given some of the fashions women I'm trying to wear? be like I'm uh, not sure documentary here, woman right? is a hooker or not. I, I don't think so. No, in my opinion, <laughs> she's not. What, what do you base that on? Based on the you know the twelve years of experience, <laughs> okay. on, on in the movies and on television, that's the way the, the prostitutes dress. Right. But in real life, they don't dress like that. Oh my God! Can you imagine? All right, do you have the arrest? Yeah, yeah right, I got the arrest. Some of the arrest. Uh, here's the yeah. arrest. Let me cue that one up. Where where's these folders at? There we go. Um... You could have got out that car. Put your hand right up on the hood. What did I do? What did I do? Just be quiet. Just be quiet. What did I do? Relax. He's an undercover police officer. You're under arrest right now. I'm under arrest. Okay? You have anything sharp in here? No. You got any needles? Drugs? You got a pipe in here. That's all I have. Anything else I should know about? Nothing. Sure. And this guy, he's a documentarian. Yeah, that don't pay any attention to him. I'm sitting in the way back of this vehicle, Dan. 17th and Rittner. Can't believe it. I'm glad you found that. Wherever you want to do it. If you want to do it in your car, fine. If you want to pay to go to a a hotel room for a couple of hours, go to a hotel room. That was the police lieutenant who was in charge of the prostitution squad. God, what a job. All right, 855-839-1210. reboot it. Now now with these lower standards, I I can get in there. Uh, You can uh, be driving the vehicle. My three push-ups. All right, it is time, though, as always, for... It's Doc. Money Melody. So the money gone. 
That's right. Today we're playing for a holiday digital movie classics bundle. A Christmas Story, The Polar Express, and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. All that if you answer the musical question today. Dan, what do you have? Dom, something that I would love to make a return is, uh, actually, every time I go home, I say, Hey, Alexa, play some relaxing jazz. And I just love instrumental jazz music. And there's somebody that uh, hails... From around the area, uh, didn't uh, wasn't born here, but definitely attributes a lot of his success to uh, stuff he learned here in Philadelphia. But Dom, I just want to know who it is today that uh, I, I would love this style of music to make a comeback into the into the you know very popular kind of scene. Take a listen. I don't want to give away too much, but Dom, what we're looking for today is that person making that main sound you hear in the song today. We want that person making that main sound. And you sound. say it's a Philadelphia area? Yeah, it's a Philadelphia relation. Okay. Right? Not, not talked about nearly as much as it should be because this guy is very influential to the world of jazz. All right, so 855-839-1210, AT&T and Verizon Wireless. All you have to do is push pound 1210, hit us with that. You get that Christmas bundle. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's Dom Money Melody. Where's all the money gone? Show me the money. around this time. Don't want to forget this thought, too. I'm coming to you on Money Melody. We'll play the clue in a moment. Dan, as you know, I'm usually not the conspiracy guy. In fact, I'm the anti. But bubbling conspiracy. Oh! Yes, that uh, the all-time, well, not in my mind, great uh, broadcaster that was demoted from uh, not doing the uh, Al Michaels doing the playoff games. It could be because he was critical of too much distraction of 
Taylor Swift. Oh, that's wow. out there all Taylor over Swift. the place. Wow, Suddenly, I think he's bad. He's always Hard. been past past couple. But I mean, Thursday night football has been bad the past couple of years. Well, I mean, he, he's been bad from the beginning. I could. You think stay. from the beginning, really? Yeah, he doesn't know anything. He was good for a while. Doesn't know anything about football. He's just yeah. hard to believe. He's got a good voice, though. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But that's it. So maybe, maybe baseball is better. But could he be not doing the playoffs because of Taylor Swift? It'll mm-hmm. come out. He said a distraction. Yeah, Al, you were right on the money. All right. I think it's just because he's bad. Uh, yeah, Look at me but, poo-pooing a conspiracy. Yes, but uh, his, con- roles here on the Dom Show. his contract says he gets to do the playoff games. Yeah. So didn't they hear what they It's also claims for? of nepotism. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. Well, I think it's Taylor Swift. She strikes Taylor again. Swift, yeah. Another breakup with Al Michaels now. Okay. Uh, let's hear the clue today. We want this guy right here. All right. We've never had a jazz question before that I know of. An instrumentalist. I don't think we have. No. Uh, let's go to Ed in Ambler. Ed, who is the artist? Well, if it's who I think it is, on the Atlantic label album, My Favorite Things, John Coltrane. Oh, boy. Yes. Uh, not recognized in Philadelphia as much as he should be. One of the Mount Rushmore, a little bit I know about jazz. Put you on hold, Ed. We'll send the bundle to you. Yes. Yeah, his home is actually a National Historic Landmark. It's on the North 33rd Street. Um, he, he was in the Navy, right. and Coltrane, obviously, I think a lot of people, I don't know if I need to summarize who he is, but one of the great all-time saxophone players, mm-hmm. uh, moved to Philadelphia as a 17-year-old and then was enlisted in the Navy and became one of the first ever black members of the Melody Masters. He was actually only listed as a guest performer, but his first ever recording came out of the Navy, uh, was then discharged honorably and moved back to Philadelphia where he enrolled in the Granoff School of Music, Dom, which produced Dizzy Gillespie, Sonny Fortune, just tons of great musicians, and, and really became just an absolutely influential member to the jazz scene. But uh, some credit to John Coltrane. I say he's underrated because we often do, you know, some greats from Philadelphia, or right. we often talk about Will Smith or Kevin Hart, but we forget that one of the most influential musicians to an entire genre of music is... Very uh, tied to Philadelphia. You happen to know what school he went to? Oh, he came here, and he, we don't yeah, know Yeah, so as school. a 17-year-old, he went to, um, well, he took saxophone lessons at Ornstein School of Music with Mike Guerra. Okay. Uh, but I don't have his high school idea. Uh, because um, annually, I do which school had the most accomplished, impressive names of any high school in our area. Mm-hmm. And with Overbrook, you got people like Wilt, Will Smith to start out with. So that's a yeah. pretty potent. Yeah, uh, uh, but you, then you go to Cheltenham. Cheltenham, yes, which is going downhill. Just always want to note that from uh, previous greatness. Mark Levin, Netanyahu, both Netanyahu's, the second heart transplant doctor, among other things. Okay, so yeah. he actually went to high school down in North Carolina, okay, William yeah, Penn okay, High School yeah. uh, in, yeah. in North Carolina, but then came here right after graduating high school with his family, and that's when he went to the Ornstein School of Music, then later enlisted, and then he officially got his full, you know, uh, Education, music education at Granoff, which produced some great, great musicians. I would say it's Overbrook, though. I still, I forget all yeah. the others. Overbrook is really, really impressive. All right, uh, let's go to uh, Robert in Ben Salem here on Talk Radio twelve ten. Hello, Robert. Hi, Dom Dan. It's good to talk to you guys again. Same here. I'm just going to put the, I just want to put the brakes on everything for about twenty seconds because I'm so tired of listening to clowns like Sherrod Brown and Biden trying to explain away their inflation. 
Every 10 years, they expand the money supply. Okay, they just uh, Federal Reserve distributes it to the other Federal Reserve banks who distribute it, who loan it to commercial banks, who loan it to their customers and their businesses. They do that to slow its entrance into the market to mitigate its inflationary causes. Okay, mm-hmm. Biden, uh, Trump authorized a four hundred and eighty billion dollar expansion, about two and a quarter percent. Biden and Yellen changed that to four point eight trillion, and instead of doing what you're supposed to do with it, they spent it on their programs. My representative Fitzpatrick helped them. That, combined with the supply chain problems and the shutdowns from COVID, that is why we have the inflation. Period. End of story. No greedflation. No shrinkflation. No stock buybacks. These people are out of their minds, man. The way they lie, and I hate that they get away with it because we don't have an honest media. Well, right. And and you know know what, too? Uh, Some of it's not an honest media, Robert. My experience in the inside, some of them are incompetent. Their knowledge base is not like yours on this. And as a result, they think that inflation has slowed. They don't realize what's been baked in since he's been president. How many times do we have to explain it? There's a lot of incompetency. You know, they look good on TV. Knowledge base, not so good. So even ideology doesn't fully explain to your point. Yeah, we just never get the real story behind it, and it yeah. just aggravates the hell out of me sometimes. But um, my answer to the side question is diving boards. Everybody took the diving boards away from their swimming pools because of lawsuits when I was younger, and you can't dive into a swimming pool anymore, Dom. That's What's a very good one. To, man? That's exactly right. Now, that is a clever answer. I the diving it. board, yes. Um, Minnie has a great one. Bennigan's. Yeah. I'd love to see Bennigan's. Oh, again, is there still one out there? I don't know the, if it's still there, actually. In the hinterlands near like Vineland, I think. Uh, what was the, the Monte Cristo, right? Permanently closed in Vineland. Oh, oh the, we're the losing Mon- them, Dom. The Monte Cristo, the Monte right? Cristo, you know it. Oh, boy. Yeah, with the... That, yeah, it was so good. The deep-fried ham and cheese well, sandwich. Well, I did not throw in, but I will for listeners, and I bet on Twitter they support me. Horn and Hard. It's oh, absolutely. No. What the heck happened to Horn? Came back. We helped to bring it back. People were joyful. I don't know what happened after that, though. Yeah, no. But there is a dumpling automat opening over on South Street. So if you like the automat feel, it's going to be on South Street. Not familiar with this one. Winkies Fried Donuts? Yeah, not so yeah, sure about that. No. Yeah, the yeah. Reggie Bar? No. Okay. Yeah. And the, how about a clean market Frankfurt line? Oh, that's right. Ooh, yes. I like Bill's on Twitter. He says T tops on cars. He had two Monte Carlos and a Camaro with T tops, and they were fantastic. You ever have yeah. a T top? No. No. Now, a lot of cars. Um, Bro had an unbelievably powerful car. It was a gremlin. No, it was a big car, huge car. I don't know how she drove. <laughs> My dad had a gremlin. He said it was four like a on the floor can. type of stuff. Yeah. All right, 855-839-1210. One more i got to ask you about. Yes. Phillies Bell, uh, great uh, Twitter for Phillies. Yes. Uh, always answers our side question, says he'd love to see a return of the powder blue uniforms, this everyday road uniform. No. No? no you don't like those? No, it's a little bit. Oh, no. they're so cool, man. They I don't know. Us. That's like the polyester era or something. I'm not sure with the Phillies. I, gotta, <laughs> I like the Phillies uh, home uniform tremendously, though. All right, Ray Didinger is next. A lot of stuff around sports uh, breaking and also what happened this year that Ray's been watching. And we'll have the uh, lightning round on the side question today. This coming off, 1977, around this day in history, they had the big disco fire. Remember that? Burning the records. Chicago White Sox weren't drawing. (laughs) Resulted in riots. 
All right, so we're asking something you'd like to see brought back. All right? Diving boards, that was pretty funny. That's a pretty clever one. All right, how's the voting going, Dan? Did we open up the uh, semifinal round yet? No, because I'm working on Photoshop with a very finicky computer trying okay. to set up our uh, you know, okay. beautiful graphic that's related. But All the 2023 right. Dom Show Caller of the Year tournament is going on, and we got our last final first-round matchup settled, Dom, and it's official. Earl and Tacconi has beaten Drew and Upper Darby. All right, yeah. so let's set the odds. We have Earl of Tacconi, Fisher Pine, Leslie. Not on the same side, though. No. We no, have, so you have Earl versus Bruce on that one right? side. And Earl versus Bruce. And I think Earl is the higher seed there. Yeah, Leslie versus Scott. She's very much the higher seed over there. So Yeah, so when we seeded things, we actually gave Scott and Mount Laurel a far, four seed and Joe yeah. a one seed, similar yeah. to giving Earl a one seed on the other side. And that's why it's such a surprising upset to us. So we got a four seed versus a two seed and Leslie going up against each other. So we got Scott and Mount Laurel and Leslie on one side. On the other side, we'll have Earl versus Bruce. Earl being a one seed, Bruce being a two seed. By the way, we've been mentioning the last couple of days, big event. I've actually took the kids there when we went to Boston years ago. The Boston Tea Party. They actually let you throw the tea overboard. They have it all set up. Now, columnist, I see three today. Was the Boston Tea Party an act of terrorism? They want it taught that way in American history. Seriously? Yes, the guys dressed up as Native Americans and all that did this. And they say in today's dollars, they destroyed, I can't believe this, they dumped more than 45 tons of tea overboard. In today's dollars, they say that would be $2 million dollars. They're terrorists, I tell you. Is there any anniversary, anything that comes up where the left does not look for an opportunity to say what the, in their words, true story is? You shouldn't be lionizing the Boston Tea Party. Oh, my God. Dom Giordano Show, no better uh, sports music than that. The NFL. And nobody better to talk with as a big story as we move into the weekend and beyond and you know in general what the heck's happened this year in sports then the beloved ray didinger here on talk radio 1210 hey ray welcome in hi don how are you doing good good so if you were on comcast the past couple of sundays covering this or if you said it on wip and i didn't hear it ray uh would you be saying this is a pretty good indicator that the eagles particularly on defense are not all world. <laughs> um, I probably would have said that. Yes, <laughs> I, I probably would have made that observation, but it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been anything uh, that a lot of other people weren't either thinking or saying. Um, the Eagles got uh, I mean, they just got shellacked the last two weeks uh, at home by San Francisco and then yeah. down in Dallas. I mean, there was no <clears throat> there was uh, not much debate about who was the better team either week. I mean, the 49ers really. Um, dominated them to be perfectly frank and then the cowboys pretty much the same so you know now it all comes down to this week and it's a monday night game and uh, they have to fly all the way to seattle uh and take on a team that they uh, they they never beat i mean they they cannot beat the seattle seahawks uh and so this is <laughs> this is a really tough spot that they're in you know a long road trip coming at the end of two tough games against a team that has been absolute poison for them uh for the last 15 years um uh, we're going to find out a lot about the Eagles uh, this Monday night. We're going to find out uh, what they are or maybe what they're not. Well, after that, it doesn't get any easier. I'm all geared up in the aftermath of Monday night to see Tommy DeVito. Because, for, Ray, for what, <laughs> for what we do in general, there's Italian-American groups out there saying, stop the mockery of Tommy DeVito. 
Uh, the little bit that I've seen, how is this guy winning games? How are the Giants winning? Do they represent a threat to, I mean, any given Sunday? But other than that, to the Eagles? Uh, well, you would have to say so, yeah. Uh, because, well, the way the Eagles are playing right now, um, <laughs> listen, the Eagles already lost a game to the Jets. <laughs> yeah. The Giants are better than they are. So, uh, And the fact is the Giants, you know, the Giants have a good defense. They've had that all year. Uh, their problems have largely been on the offense. And uh, they have really settled down since they put this kid in there. And it's, you know, I know it's, uh, you know, people are trying to scratch their heads and trying to say, is this for real or is this, you yeah. know, we've all seen, we've all seen flash in the pan kind of stories, you know, that uh, yeah. you know, for three for three weeks a guy plays great and then it, all of a sudden it all blows up. I don't know. I mean, all I can tell you is um, a little bit of what I knew about him in college. Um, he was a, you know, he was a, he was an okay player in college, nothing special. He started out at Syracuse, uh, transferred and finished up at Illinois. Um, he was so lightly regarded coming out of college. He wasn't even invited to the combine. I mean, you know, the NFL, they, they invite like everybody almost, you know, they invite over 300 players to the combine, but they saw, they thought so little of Tommy DeVito. They didn't even see fit to invite him to the combine. Wow. Um, you know, the Giants signed him to come to training camp basically is what coaches call a camp arm, which means just a, a quarterback that comes in. You don't really think he's going to make the team, but you just want him to take some reps so your real quarterbacks don't get sore arms during the summer. But he showed them enough that uh, Brian Dable, the coach, just kept him around as the number three guy with no, never any thought that he would play. Uh, and now just because of uh, the injury situation uh, um, with, uh, with Jones and Taylor, uh, he finds himself on the field. And, uh, you know, how has he won these last couple of games? He's, in the simplest way imaginable, Tom, he doesn't make mistakes. He just doesn't yeah. make mistakes. He doesn't. He doesn't fumble the ball. He doesn't put it. In, he doesn't throw interceptions. He doesn't make stupid mistakes. He's not doing anything spectacular. You know, he's not throwing for big yards, or he's not making a whole lot of highlight film plays. He's just not making mistakes. And you you play that way on with on offense, and you combine that with a pretty good defense, and that's why the Giants are winning games right now. Ray, uh, question, kind of an end-of-the-year grand expanse of this. You're milder, but I think you share my opinion. I'm more of a big mouth on it. How in the world does the world of sports get to a point? I know nothing. to. I mean, you are as good as it gets that I listen to when it comes to sports, particularly football, that a Daniel Jones ends up making $40 million a year or whatever it is. Even I can see that. I get it. Quarterbacks are rare, but I'd have to go around the world if you give me forty million dollars. I'm going to find somebody better than this guy to be paying it to. Isn't that one of? The, isn't this why sports is so much different than other businesses? Stuff like this. Oh yeah, uh, of, of course, of course. Uh, I mean, I mean, the only thing that the only analogy you could draw is you know movies, you know actors. Yeah. I mean, act, you know, t- you know, Tom Cruise makes forty million dollars a picture. But but you but you kind of know what you're going to get with Tom Cruise. You put Tom Cruise up on the screen, and you're going to put butts in the seats, you know. Um, but that but that's uh, but the sports world is kind of like that. And listen, I was with you when the Giants when the Giants made the decision to sign Daniel Jones to that mega contract. Um, I I said to if I said it on WIP, I remember it was on with Glenn. I said I think they're making a big mistake. I think they're going to regret this. Uh, but what happened was, you know, last year the Giants overachieved. You know, the first year with the new coach, they were better than people thought. They got to the playoffs, and then they won a playoff game on the road against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. 
Um, probably the best game that, that Jones has ever played. I mean, that, that's probably the best game he's ever played in the NFL was that game that day, that playoff mm. game when he beat the Vikings. And and then all of a sudden, the New York media just started clamoring and, and demanding, saying, no, you got to sign him now. You better sign him now. You know, he played this last year on the last year of his contract. You can't afford, you know, he, he's, you said he had to prove it. Well, he proved it today. Oh, well, okay. Okay, he proved it for one day. Yeah. But, I mean, are, are you, you're going you're gonna to lock this guy in for five years for that kind of money? But they, I think John Mara, uh, the owner, felt kind of backed into a corner. Uh, and so he signed him into the contract. And, you know, now they're kind of stuck with it. Now yeah. they're kind of stuck with it. He, you know, he didn't play very well earlier this year. Then he got hurt twice. Now he's out for the rest of the year, and all of a sudden, here comes this kid from 10 miles away who still lives with his mother and father. <laughs> the cutlets, that's right, the cutlets, chicken he's, cutlets, yeah. He's, I mean, he's still living with his mother and father, for God's sake. I can't remember an NFL quarterback I ever could say that about. And yeah. uh, and now he's, uh, you know, and now he's the NF- NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Oh, my God. And so, uh, so yeah, the Giants are kind of in a tough spot right now because they, even if they wanted to move Jones, nobody's going to trade for that contract. Right. Yeah. Oh, if that were here in Philadelphia, we know what would happen. So, uh, Ray, look into your crystal ball. So you see this, of course, as a, a big game. And uh, you, see the, uh, you see the 49ers, as I do, as noticeably on paper better than the Eagles. In other words, if they played them out there, I would not like the, I'd put it 55-45% uh, uh, 49ers over the Eagles if they had to meet them. Uh, I probably would too. I probably would too. Uh, that's uh, and that's being fair. That's not being partisan or anything. I think that's being pretty objective about it. And I think most people would agree with you. Um, the Forty ers right now they're the best team. They're the best team in the league right now uh, in either conference. Um, they're they're really good. I mean, they're, I mean you can't point to anything on that team that's a weakness. I mean, their offensive line is really good. They have tremendous skill position players. Oh, my goodness. Uh, they have they have four elite skill position players between McCaffrey, Kittle, Samuel, and, and Ayuk. Uh, and the kid quarterback that everybody was laughing at last year, Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft, is a candidate for MVP. Uh, and, and, defen- and defensively, they, you know, they're really good up front. Uh, they made the trade for Chase Young. Uh, they got him from Washington. Uh, midseason, he's really helped. Uh, Bosa's as a load at the other side. They got uh, they got Hargrave uh, from the Eagles in the off season, and he's helped them in the defensive line. And their secondary, I mean, they're big, they're fast, they're physical, and they have a and and Shanahan is a really good coach. Oh yeah. So I mean, right now, you know, Dom. Right now, I don't want to say they're head and shoulders above everybody else because Baltimore, you know, Baltimore's really good in the AFC, and the Cowboys look legit. So I mean, there are some other good teams, but right now, I think the I think pretty much everybody, if you had to do a power ranking thing, would have Forty ers number one. What are you up to next, Ray? Uh, what kind of uh, theatrical presentations, books, etc.? What are you doing now? <laughs> well. Um, Actually, what I would, what I, I, the one thing I would urge people to do is um, if they can find on ESPN uh, the documentary that just debuted this week. Um, in the, uh, you, probably most people have seen along the along the way the Thirty for Thirty series of ESPN documentaries, yes, which are which are very very good. I mean, uniformly very very good. Uh, and the one that they just rolled out this week is uh, is a two hour uh, documentary about Reggie White. And it's called ah, okay. uh, the it's called the Minister of Defense, and uh, 
Um, I was interviewed for it. In fact, they use they use an interview that I did with Reggie when I was at NFL Films as kind of the bracketing device for the whole show. They kind of open with that, and they kind of finish with that. Uh, and it kind of tells the whole story about Reggie. And, you know, it gets into the whole religion thing, obviously, but also a lot of other aspects of his life. And it's it's extremely well done. It's extremely well done. If anybody that's a, an Eagles fan remembers that era of Eagles football, uh, you will really, really enjoy the Minister of Defense. So see if you can find that. You can on-demand it probably and go to ESPN 30 for 30, Minister of Defense, and I think people will will really enjoy it. And the thing that, that struck me when I was watching it the other night was looking at the footage of Reggie when he played and just being reminded of just how great he was. I mean, my goodness. I mean, he uh, he's one of the he's one of the absolutely one of the most dominant defensive players I've ever seen. I mean, if you, if you wanted to put together a list of the all-time dominant defenders in the NFL, to me it would be three guys. You'd have to start with. It would have to be it would have to be Lawrence Taylor, uh, Mean Joe Green. And Reggie would be the other one. But uh, when you watch this footage, and they've got all of it in there, it, you're reminded of just how really, oh, really great Reggie White was. I agree with you on Taylor, though. It was still number one. Taylor that, over uh, oh, yeah, Ray Lewis, Taylor, though? Now, Ray saw it up close. I'd say Taylor, too. You're dealing with a guy beyond, uh, you know. The conversation we often have, Ray, is yes. who would you rather take a hit from, Lawrence Taylor or Ray Lewis? And uh, I, I often say I'd rather take one from uh, Lawrence Taylor than Ray Lewis, but Dom's the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would rather not get hit by either if I have a choice. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think that uh, you know the, the reason you might tilt a little bit towards LT is LT really changed the game. I mean, LT changed the, the whole linebacker position forever. You know, he brought a, he brought a playmaking, game-changing component yep. to the linebacker position that had never existed before. So if you wanted to put him number one, I won't argue against that. But Reggie's got to be right in that conversation. Gotcha. Ray, thank you so much to be continued down the road, and uh, thanks for the tip on Reggie White. <laughs> Always a pleasure, Dom. Always happy to be with you and Dan. Thank you, uh, Ray. Didn't you hear? Coming up, it's the lightning round to close out the week. Something that you wish would come back. I see some pretty good. Whoa, my God. Uh, Dan. I got to tease this one up. Joe of Exton is outdoing himself today. Oh, he you owns see, one. There's no doubt. You see what he has yeah. here. Oh, yes. We're going to go to him next and everybody else. I like Tom's, too. The time has come for the final test. Uh, we usually call it the lightning round. Yes, this based on disco, uh, 1977, that big fire. Something you'd like to see come back. All right, Joe and Exton, here we go. Joe, what's yours? Uh, yes, hello, Dom. I would like to see the French beret make a comeback. Wearing a beret is the perfect fashion compliment when you're wearing a full-fledged dress suit. Have you been known to do this, Joe? Well, when I was younger, yeah, back in the 60s, when it was all the rage. <laughs> I moved on to a bowler since oh my. Thank you, Joe. Man, you can't make... He comes back out. How did this guy get upset by Scott of know, Mel Laurel, who is uh, with us next here on Talk Radio 1210? Hey, uh, Scott, welcome in. Nice upset. You're in a death match now with Leslie. You're leading 100% yeah. to nothing. With no, two, now it's 50-50. 50-50. That was with two votes in, so we're, we're moving Oh, is it up yeah. already? Yep, yeah, it's up already. Be sure to vote early and vote often. So 
Uh, here's a little bit of Scott's work since he's a contestant, Dan. Yeah, so uh, Scott occasionally uh, sits in the Phillies broadcast booth and right. gives subliminal references to the Dom show. Here's one right now. And, you know, so many times in the past we've had prospects coming up, you know, that we thought they were going to be great. Like Dom Brown came up, had a great month, and we're all like, hey, this is going to be Dom time for the next 10 years. And it doesn't work out that way. <laughs> Boy, that was beautifully played. Dom Brown, I interviewed him. <laughs> Dom Time. Uh, working Dom Brown and Dom Time into, all right, Scott. Hey, Dom, Dom Brown wasn't even being talked about. He just wedged it right in. Wedged it right in, and they didn't know anything. So, uh, Scott, what is your uh, thing you'd like okay. to have back? As you know, my loyalty is to this show, Dom yeah. Time. But uh, my, mine is uh, going back to an era of sports without politics in it. Ooh, uh, very like nice. It. Let's go to the Earl of Tacconi, who will be on deck next week. Earl, what's yours today? Seriously, you're going to change it to Krasner World? You're going to do everything you can to tank my record sales, aren't you? <laughs> well, it's up in the air. It's just a thought. Our Earl and the Coney's Christmas can be found anywhere podcasts yes. can be found. The Dom Giordano Podcast, look it up. You can find the Earl and the Coney's Krasnerland Christmas. Thank you, Earl, for that. Yes, and well, next week we're going to have you in the semifinals. You're taking on yes. Bruce, man. It's going to be a heavyweight matchup. Oh, man, yes. So what do you yeah, have so today, the Earl? The album's for you and everyone you don't like. Record it in stunning 8-bit mono. All right. <laughs> but um, I would like just to have uh, the schools becoming about education and not indoctrination. I mean, you know, we know the 35 genders, but the kids can't read. I mean, something is not right in our schools. Thank you very much. Uh, his opponent next week. Bruce of the Northeast. Bruce, what do you have today? Hey, Don, how about Krasner Universe? No, I don't know. Uh, he's not quite there yet. That's why I went with the world. <laughs> That's, the next but That's next. Yeah, but my answer is called the, uh, is the miniskirt. And there was also a book out called The Miniskirt by Seymour Heine. I don't know if you ever heard of that before. No, uh, no I like how you work that one in. Okay. <laughs> Tom and Rosemont might be our last. Tom, how about yours? Dom, I was hoping there'd be a play-in game for the caller of the year, but apparently, I, but apparently, I'm I'm in the NIT. That's okay. That's fine. Considered, yes, I want to I want to bring back the right to be offensive. If you went too far, they punched you. We are in a humorless society, and I want the right to offend occasionally. Thank you very much, and another Great. Tom of Marlton. Tom, what's yours today? Hey, Dom, uh, how about bringing some humility back to sports? I mean, and. Football, the interception, a fumble. We got to run down to the end zone and uh, take a team picture. Baseball, guy hits a home run. He's got to flip the bat ten feet in the air and watch it. How about when you were, hey Dom, a guy slams dunks. That I know that wouldn't happen with you under the boards, but <laughs> but you know a guy slams dunks now and he, he stands there and he screams to the top of his lungs and he poses like for Mister America. You got it, Tom. In South Philly, Dan, I only saw a dunk, and my brother did it once in a game. And you're shocked that somebody dunked it. There is a line for humility on the Dom Giordano yes. show. Yes, all right. Though. we got to find a winner no here. No handshakes. Got- so, uh, sorry, didn't yeah. mean to do that. Uh, ABA basketball from David and Somerset was interesting yeah. out of the box. Hat, uh, hot pants along with the right. mini skirt. Two right. fashion choices. But Joe and Exton, man. Joe and Exton's the winner. Dan, we got to yeah. put them all into the hat quickly here, though. I forgot. Yeah, we're going fast. Let's uh, keep yeah. this music going. Monday, we had Time Traveler's Day, where it's a date either past or future. We'd love to right. set your time travel machine to. And Bruce in the Northeast, front seat at The View when Trump wins right. the election. Tuesday, with something associated with firefighting or fires, John in Southampton, the December of 2020 riots. 
Wednesday, who's somebody who should just go away? Ken in the Northeast says Mike Lindell. Right. Thursday, what's something associated with protest? Drew in Upper Darby said the 1972 U.S. Olympics team, and you just heard it now. What's something you'd like to make a comeback? Join next in with the beret. So, Dom, they all go into the hat. Let's see who we got. Here's a drum roll, not the winner, Bell. And, Dom, I'm going to cancel it early. It's too long. Let's go away. It's number three for Wednesday. Ken in the Northeast, Mike Lindell wins the prize. Congratulations, right. $50 mm-hmm. Captain Chucky gift card coming your way. Rich, have a great show today. Rich coming to you from the Grand Hotel. Still time to get over there in Cape May. Have a great weekend, everyone. Dom G. Udano, weekdays noon till 3 from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device, credit, service, ported, 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.